Okay, welcome back to another edition of Cloud Conversations. I am your host, Harvey Banks, and I am here with the incredible, incredulous Loriana Mercado. What's up, man? Bam, bam, bam. What's up, man? Up like this. You can't listen, listen, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if I give you words like incredible and incredulous, which I don't even know what the fuck that word means, but like I heard it on like somebody great. else's intro, it sounded official. And then you came in with. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Yo, you know what it is? I like I think it's taking compliments and I remember like when I was fucking like 11 years old and like after the time I got adopted I didn't know how to take Christmas presents or compliments and so I used to say what do you do and so I think that I just would rather like be weird and awkward because then I'm like oh shit oh thanks dog the funny thing about that is when I did uh your podcast the outside I self-reflect podcast yeah we were talking about the call and everything yeah you gave me that intro oh yeah i had it was so uncomfortable i was like oh god (laughs) this makes it sound like i'm somebody right (laughs) right yeah no i know what you mean though um what have you been up to since yesterday anything anything interesting happened today uh not much here on the west coast today's like one of those weird fucking jury days like cloudy skies rain mm-hmm. but just flip some books on amazon and fucking just trying to hustle that avenue because I, I still don't want to fucking get a job even though i probably need one or two or three right now <laughs> dude we probably all need it but like it's just you've been to the other side dog we've talked about this so many times yeah. once you've been you've you've been to the other side and once you've been there it's just it's difficult to go back you know what i mean yeah, and just the interesting part of it, like minimum wage out here in the West Coast is twelve seventy five, and so just rounding up to thirteen. If you work eight, like you know, eight hours in your day for the same minimum wage, your check that day, you know, before fucking taxes, is making a hundred and four dollars. And so I'm like, well, what can I do to make a hundred dollars a day so I can cut out working eight hours for somebody else that's getting rich off me, and it's crazy just when you realize your time is valuable so i can flip a book for like 150 bucks in a couple minutes and be like okay well shit now i got like seven hours and fucking you know 50 seconds 50 minutes to do whatever i want yeah it's funny too because as i talk to you like i noticed that you have a they can't see this but you have your t-shirt on that says 11 11 and so like i know what those what those numbers mean to you but Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at it as a sense of like, there's a time on your shirt right now. And the conversation that you're really having that we, we really need to be having more is about like the currency of time. And like, you know what I mean? It's like, we don't, we don't think of our time as currency. So like we'll be at work for $15 an hour and they'll give us a promotion with more responsibility and then give us 50 cents more an hour. And it's like, and then like, but how our mind is set up, we're like, okay, dope. It's a good day. I got my raise today. I got 50 cents more an hour. And then it's like, dog, that's $20 a week. Yeah. After you work six <laughs> months or a year. Fam, they gave you an extra $20 a week. That's nothing. Yeah. That's And it's just, but we don't, we think about it as everything because we don't value time right like you know what i mean it's a 
Yeah, it's an you know what? Concept. You want a, a mind-blowing thing? I heard. I think last week. I can't remember if I was. I think I was listening to a podcast, and so mm-hmm. I think we, as humans, we got this something built into us a long time ago with the school systems, fucking whatever they started. You know, wanted to create workers and shit, and so everyone thinks they have twenty-four hours in a day. Nah, bitch, you got twelve. You sleeping yeah. for about eight to ten, or however you sleep. Really, if you, you got look at 12, time, if you lucky. Yeah. Yes. So now if you're at a job, you gave them fucking eight to 10 hours of your time. And what the fuck are you supposed to do with a two to four? Well, you're going to eat. You're going to fucking relax, watch TV or whatever. But your day is done. And so yeah. it's just it's, it's wild. And so it's interesting that, you know, especially with these new technologies coming in the world, how we're going to perceive time as well, because would that free up more time for us to do? what but it's like and and before we go into that conversation something that you just said that caught me too so Mm -hmm. like you you said what's interesting will it free up more time to do that i think there has to be a level of awareness first of the value of their time if not they're just gonna find a way to waste your time in another world like, oh, or yeah. you're gonna find a way to allow your time to just be wasted in another world. What's well, like and with quarantine, right? It's like, so what, when your time got freed up, what'd you do, or what you want to do that you actually have the time for? And so yeah. it's kind of like that. So if you have no clue what to do with your time, no matter what, then you're probably going to be the person that wants to seek the job and comfortability and stability and shit like that. But it's just, it's yeah. really fascinating that we we choose to give our time away for a few dollars and cents even though it does create like a social construct because we get to meet people you know we're not in high school we're not in college anymore and that's where your social circles be connect because we need to meet people somehow and how do you how often do you think people say to themselves like what do i want and or what do i want to do past age 30 when you're younger oh. you 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 automatically assume you got time so you do think about that more often but like once you get comfortable in life, mm-hmm. whether that be you got your own place, you pay your right. own bills, you, you're married, you got children, you've got a house, you know, you're comfortable. How often do adults sit there and think, yeah, but what do I want to be doing? <laughs> like I have the yeah. job that I, I enjoy and it works for me. Like it's not terrible. We make decent money. We're okay. But like when when do you say, but what do I want to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's. I think that's the big, biggest question of them all. You know, even mm-hmm. if that's children, we'd want to play what flag football, hang out with their friends, play basketball. That mm-hmm. whatever that was that made us do those things, that went away somehow. Yeah, and that I'm just like, where'd that shit go? And what do you call that now? You know, that's a good question. Yeah, I was just trying to think of that part. Like, don't what... recess maybe? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, why does adult resales sound retarded? <laughs> exactly, right? Because then it's like, no, I don't have I don't have time to play. I'm an adult, yeah. so I need to do adult things. And then when people say I need to do those adult things, they sum that up as working or you know, yeah. really serious shit. Rather as opposed to, no, I'm gonna die one day. So when my time's freed up, let me go play with the world or let me do something like that. That's yeah. See, so. Play, play with the world is, is interesting to me because uh, I was going to say today, but pretty much over the last week or so, this whole idea of the trans or not the transition, 
so the way I understand it, it's the merging of this world with another world, right? So let's go into the metaverse. Boom. I don't know how much attention you've been paying to Facebook changing their name to Meta and then pretty much putting, from what I understood, they put like 75% of their resources toward creating this metaverse, which is, I want to say an alternate reality, but like I get hung up on the reality word and I don't know, it could just be me and my funny thing with words. It being artificial and being real, real for realities, it those both those things seem to like fight each other in my brain. So like I've just it's like an AI alternative universe. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing, and I think there are a lot of super super cool benefits of it. But I also think that there could be a lot of major major downfalls that like we don't predict. Because let's just start here real quick. So we are of the age that we are privileged enough to have life before the internet mm -hmm. and then life with social media at an age where we could fully understand it. Like when it first hit, you see what I'm saying? We were in college when Facebook hit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so we at the time didn't really know how or if this stuff was going to change the world and so it's like if we think about social media that if we thought about social media that way when we first was exposed to social media we was like we don't really know what's going to be but it's kind of fun for now so let's let's play this right well now look looking back now it's had a profound impact on the world right nothing oh, yeah. moves the needle on this earth more than social media does so this to me sounds like the next evolution of that <laughs> and so my initial question is like are humans ready for that hmm. because i am of the i don't feel like most humans are ready for facebook as it currently says yeah I don't think that I don't think that people have enough grasp on who they are to play in an arena or a playground where you don't really know what's real and what's not real. Right. Like, yeah. I think you can easily lose yourself in this world. And I'm just talking about Facebook now. Like I see people. I Well, I used to. I've seen people on Facebook that I knew in real life. And like they were living this life on Facebook that wasn't matching what they was living and i don't mean lying i mean just like behaving differently you're projecting their feelings differently like on facebook everything's bubbly you post a picture these captions about life is going great but then i see you at work and you're like oh, man going through it man i don't know like such and such dead and it's like and i would get confused like wait a minute dog we're friends in real life like why are you doing this shit on Facebook? And I think it's, um, I don't even think it's something that people are consciously doing. And that's what makes me nervous about like the next evolution of that. Maybe they get deeper into the matrix of it. So now it's like, hey, you're not thinking for yourself at all anymore. 
Because, like, what do you do when the algorithm is so complex that we as humans can't even quite understand it yet? You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense at all? Kind of. But I, I get what you're saying. It's definitely a, a, a mind fuck of a thing that just kind of... Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's definitely... Especially with Facebook, integrating as it was, and there's a lot of, like, pushback of, no, nah, this is not it. My thing is, where did the snowball effect happen to reach the older demographics as well to say what it is? And then we recognize people are actually scrolling through the phones more often than than not. So there's definitely like this hidden world everyone got attached to. But I get what you're saying in the perspective of personalities will change because inner feelings and emotions, they're like, no, this is how I'd like to portray my essential invisible avatar to the world. And yeah. but I think it, what it was the name of that freedom? What was the name of that Netflix documentary that we talked about not too long ago? The Social Dilemma? Oh, uh, The Social Dilemma. Yeah. So even even from the tech side of it, where they were talking about how they would play on a person's addictions and how they would do it. They manipulate the algorithm to tell you how to feel every day. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And the dangers that the people that created this shit was saying, hey, I'm not letting my kids on it because these are the dangers of it. And it was I found that interesting because now we're talking about going a next level in when we, we haven't we haven't even began to like say maybe we could fix this level because sure. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all of these things. I don't have a lot of them, but like, I like them all. I understand what Snapchat is and I think it's a pretty dope thing. Mm. I understand what Facebook is and I think it's it, it's a pretty cool place if they quit fucking with my algorithm. Mm -hmm. I understand what Twitter is, I understand what Instagram is. And I think these things are great things, but I think we've gotten so far away from anything that's recognizable that it's like, you wanna go to the next step, but maybe, just maybe we should be trying to fix these things that we currently have because like instagram you have a problem and facebook you have a problem that's why you keep having to go to capitol hill that's why you have whistleblowers leaving your company and asking for government protection because they're telling what you're doing to these algorithms and what you're like these targeted campaigns so basically any girl that was like 14 to 19 this is what instagram was doing they take a picture they have a thousand followers they would take a picture fully clothed at a school function no big deal and of their thousand followers they may get 30 likes right hmm. post another picture of family it's a baby or something in it cool you might get 50 they would post a picture in a bathing suit or something it didn't have to be crazy but something that shows more skin that's a little more racy than normal instagram would crank the algorithm so that then the full hundred percent of their followers would actually see it huh. so the girl yeah so the girl would get 250 likes so in her mind oh this is great I, i'm getting popular on instagram this this and that so then like she posts a picture next with her grandma that she hasn't seen in years fully clothed it's just my grandma and they'll give her 12 likes 
Yeah. They'll only show it to about 5% of her followers. And then she'll be like, okay, that's weird. And then she'll post another just regular f- picture and they might get 18 likes. And then so she starts to think, dang. Then she posts something in like volleyball shorts or something, right? Something out there. Yeah. And boom, she'll go right back again. So this, they're teaching them this high and this addiction. Yeah, yeah. So going forward, once she realizes this pattern, what do you think her Instagram is going to be full of? I have to take my clothes off. Yeah. Endorphin I, kicks. This is because it. I don't get, I don't get seen. I don't get likes otherwise. And they've been like, there's specific programs that like, <laughs> this is documented like, like, like NASA would have this, the program that took them to the moon and it's called this, right? Yeah, yeah. This is in the Facebook offices, like these things. Hey, we need to trick these young girls. We're going to call it Metro. The program's called Metro and this is what it is. It just plays with the algorithms and things to get them addicted to this stuff. Mm-hmm. But the problem was these girls are so young that a lot of them are ending up like committing suicide and having really, really bad problems for it. Right. So the whistleblower brought documents and like evidence of this is the language they're using in the meetings to try to drive these young girls crazy. And oh yeah, hey, it's working. This is very dangerous. Like that's why I left Facebook. Here you go. Can I please have government protection? Because weird things has happened to other people that have kind of spoke on how the algorithm works. Right. And it's just like. I know this shit is bigger than we know, right? Mm-hmm. But my question is, at what point does it get so big or so complex that it's like, we don't know that we're not in control of anything anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I, it's a big human psychology game. And it's especially since we're moving so fast forward especially to this whole metaverse stuff uh you know the dilemma that you brought up is like yo let's fix this first before we go and but i think that's the their their whole problem solution over at these big tech companies says we don't want to give the the people time to catch up it's like let's keep rushing this because then it's just then they have the control and at it's at the end of the day it's controlled for our minds because they can control our minds and the way we think then then we're moving quote puppets or whatever you might say because then then they can tell us what to buy and then they see our patterns and habits and it's like well they've done this for years you know this is shit why certain colors you know uh it's it's a it's a well it's interesting to me because i love psychology but it's one of those things you really have to educate yourself and that's the i think that's the only answer like knowledge is that powerful and if you're going to be sub- subdued by yourself and your thoughts you just can't hand it over to somebody else is the metaverse something that you think you would go into no definitely not why is that i think um, i know why but yeah um well several reasons like one I already know it's something that could be an addiction, right? It's going to be an escapism for a lot of people. And, you know, you can create, you can create anything. You can have the family you want. You can like have this fake girlfriend. You can travel the world, but without even really physically going there, you can go to outer space if you want to. So many things you can create. Uh, 
you can but have real jobs in the metaverse oh yeah and they're saying they're gonna pay you real money to yeah. do these real jobs in the meta Duh, this is crazy have I didn't you mean seen the movie surrogates no uh it's got bruce willis in it and but the whole premise of it and it came down like like the year 2000 i think it came out and it was the premise of where the whole world lived in these kind of you know connected to this metaverse and then bruce willis mm. is being a cop but he's like fucking huge and shit and there's like somebody killing fucking people that are attached to these worlds and shit like that but it's it's pretty much like ready player one but on a more serious level yeah and, and so it's uh yeah i think uh i don't know i think we're it's a blessing to be here in this world i i'm gonna it's gonna be interesting to see other people dabble into it but i i'm trying to figure what this shit out you know like I, i'm so yeah, fascinated by the body and the world itself you're kind of at the i mean you're at the same place that i am like i just feel like there's so much there's so much here physically yeah. Yeah. that like i want to touch and i want to see and i want to feel and i want to experience and i'm like <laughs> if i'm dedicating my time to that then I, I, there's no way that I could be dedicating my time to the metaverse and appreciating my time on earth. Yeah, I think that's, that's exactly just, that's how I said. feel about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and there's, there's some really cool things that it's in the video. Obviously all this shit is beta, but the idea of like going to these like virtual concerts and things with friends, like I understand where the benefits of some of these things lie right some of yeah. these things can be fun because like i laughed at my children back when they um when Fortnite did the travis scott concert in Fortnite, mm -hmm. and everybody came as avatars and stuff and i was like that's the stupidest shit i've ever heard of and then they turned that shit on the, on the tv and i was like yo nah this shit is sick because like you go as the like it, it was it was really cool i sat there and i watched the whole thing and so I, I do understand the draw to it, but I'm just, I'm at the point right now where I'm trying to connect deeper with things right here. And yeah. that it, shit it, feel like it'll just take me out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, like, it's weird because, you know, you know, scientists and physics say, you know, this is kind of a simulated world, no matter what, in, in its own way and shit like that. But without getting too deep into that, you know, eventually we're going to be able to like smell, taste and everything we can do here. The metaverse will eventually have. Yeah, they're already leaning. So and as one part of that video, they were like, so you're in the metaverse. And what they're trying to do is like, from what I understood. And again, I ain't no expert. This is just a nigga that was watching YouTube. Right. But from what I understood, say you people people started working remote during covid so everybody's remote so they're trying to convince these companies to create office spaces in the metaverse so when you go into these virtual reality settings you're in the office you're at home but you're in the office and then they have this thing where mixed reality comes in because if you're looking up into your vr glasses you're in the office you see the people that you know that you work with their virtual avatars also in the office but you can look down at your desk and see your actual desk 
and see the coffee on your desk and drink it. You see that? Like, it's it's the mixed reality, and it's like, dog, it's super cool looking, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know, man. I, yeah. That's intriguing. So, cause so the, the metaverse, I see it the both ways, right? Where we can actually, like, put on a headset and go somewhere else. Or, like, the headset, but it's like glasses. That way it can function within let's say i guess our plane of reality here so where you can actually like play a game at your coffee table your and then share that with your family together and so it's like a mix of both worlds but that i find the cool aspect of like yo family let's put on these glasses we don't have the game board but we can put it here and have like this virtual game board we can share i'm like i like that idea you, you see them playing so. cards and shit yeah that like, looks that fun that's dope. the I'm with you, yep. But like actually putting a headset and then you fucking buy real estate and you have you can have a house of your dreams and that's real where estate. it gets scary. Yeah. Real estate in the metaverse. Bro. And it's gonna serve like NFTs. Yeah. And just a ma- dude, like it's so crazy. Um by the way, part of me is hoping that this shit pops off in the next year. Because, like, if it's serving like NFTs, a lot of that shit is going to be built on the Ethereum blockchain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been a long time holder of this Ether. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I support it, but I don't fuck with it. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, I'm the same way. I'm down to make money off it, but I do not but want I don't to get lost in it. it. Yeah, I ain't Yo, how crazy man. it would be, be be that you have to pay rent here and then you got to pay and rent somewhere else, yo. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo. Isn't that crazy? That suck. Imagine <laughs> getting evicted from the metaverse. <laughs> oh, right. Crazy. Yo, you a bum. What? That's crazy. That's funny Somebody, as hell. Yo, give me your credit, son. Rob you and shit. Like, fucking... Imagine applying for an apartment in the metaverse and getting denied because your credit ain't good enough. Fuck. Oh, no. You got evicted. You got evicted in that other metaverse. Mm -mm, You can't come. Yeah. You can't have you. (laughs) Exactly. That shit is funny, man. That shit is funny. I do like the, uh, again, like the focus for uh, people like us needs to be on the little ancillary things that are needed to keep this thing going. Because that's where the money's at. The money yeah. is at these s- small little entities that are really gonna boom for that. Yeah, I fucks with that. I can't go though. I can't go. Yeah. Plus, I'll be in there trying to commit crimes and shit. You know. Oh yeah, it's pretty, yeah. And I think that's gonna, it's gonna be like real life GTA. Everyone's it's everyone's GTA, mind man. Is I'm not going everywhere. there. Because here's the thing: if I were to be in the metaverse. I ain't going in the metaverse to do shit that I could do on Earth, nigga. You live out your fantasies, right? You, you know what? I'm, I'm doing yeah. wild shit. Yeah. I'm only coming to the metaverse to cause problems. Right. Period. And don't let me find some niggas that I know in real life in the metaverse. Smoke on site. <laughs> <laughs> you mean meta, this, meta jail type shit? Yeah. Nah, they're going to kick me out of the metaverse, man. That's wild. But I'm excited for it. Um... Yeah, it's happening no matter what. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. It? whether you like it or not, it's with, happening. They don't give a shit with my ass thing. I tell you that much. It's fucking uh, crazy. But back on this earth, man, let's talk some money because like I just been feeling down today, and 
that money. Fucking money always makes me happy. Yo, um, exactly. I it just does, man. I don't know why. And you're about the only person I could just talk money with because everyone else looks at me like I'm crazy. And they look at me like all you think about is money. And I'm like, yeah, nigga. And but like at the time I don't say that because I'm aware of like just human awareness and it's just it's annoying as fuck but so I fought crypto for a long time I didn't fight it mm-hmm. I went in I played with it I flirted with her right mm-hmm. she was cute but like at the time I'm single and like it's, she ain't bad enough for me to put a ring get into it. a relationship with yeah you know what I mean yeah. like <laughs> And I'm mad at myself now because she grew up. Oh, fuck. And she yeah. she glowed up. You want to hear something wild, though? Man. 2016, mm-hmm. I believe it was, is when like I bought into Bitcoin. Yeah. Price had to be had to be two grand, maybe four grand at the time. Yeah. I didn't buy a whole coin. I didn't buy a whole coin, but like yeah. I put like a hundred dollars in. That shit went down to like eighty six dollars in three days. I pulled all my money out. I said, "Oh y'all, you niggas is crazy. You're gonna lose all your money, dog." The money, <laughs> my dumbass, right? And so like when it came back strong again, I was like. At that point, I was like, okay, I missed it. Right. I missed it. I fucked up. I missed it. And then I had a, we had an opportunity in the pandemic to oh. go back in again. <laughs> and I would have doubled up again. <laughs> but I missed it. Because <laughs> my dumbass, right? And so at the time when like beginning pandemic, middle pandemic, when I missed that second fucking Bitcoin rocket ship, God. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm, I I can't play with Bitcoin. She's moved on mm-hmm. and she deserves it. She's happy. <laughs> Who am I to keep coming around trying to fuck her? And she knows I'm not going to stay. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, but I do like ether. She's cute. She's down to earth. She's calm. <laughs> she's relatively calm. Like, yeah, she's not the baddest bitch on the block. But like she's definitely a solid eight. Oh yeah, definitely. I could build a life with an eight. Mm-hmm. So like I started slowly putting money. So I people think I'm this degenerate fucking idiot, and I am. I'm gonna be honest. When it comes to gambling, I'm a degenerate. Like I love it. <laughs> I need it. I'll bet on anything. But I'm not a complete idiot. So when I do win, every time I win, twelve percent goes to my bitch which is ether so if i win a hundred bucks i just buy 12 dollars worth of ether throw it away you see what i'm saying and so like i'm hoping the shit like the metaverse pops off i need nfts to please y'all stop start talking about nfts again because when nfts get hot oh my baby that's an eight just rises to a 10 (laughs) yeah and i like to see her get all dressed up like that And the beautiful thing about Ether that I think people, I'm hoping people are going to start to come around on is 
so much stuff is built on it. So many things is dictated by Bitcoin. But if you look at the infrastructure for the way a lot of this new shit is built, the NFTs, 90 something percent of them are built on Ethereum and blockchain, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where the stability is. It's still going to get you 20 times what your fucking savings account is going to get you. You're not going to make money on it. Take your money out of the savings account. That shit is trash. Don't do that shit. Yeah. Just put that shit into Ethereum and watch it grow. Or any of them other fun shits that you you know more about these than I will. So I went into this. I brought up Ether because that's the one thing I know. And that's what I do. But I know you know more about these smaller coins that are getting people rich out here. Bro, man. And I've missed the whole fucking wagon on these, all this little stupid shit that everyone can pump and dump and shit like that. And Elon mm-hmm. doesn't help, but he does help. I'm just mad just because I didn't get involved in that. Just because it's, for me, it's bad investing. But I just wish I did some bad investing to make some fucking good money with it. As a long-term strategy, yes, it's a terrible fucking plan, guys. Like, this shit Fuck. is a terrible plan. What this is, is I need to get from New York to Los Angeles. I could take a train. I could take a car. Or I can I could take a plane. Or I could take a rocket. Yeah. On the rocket, you're going to get there really, really fast. But here's the thing about a rocket. It's not real great at landing. So you kind of got to just jump off before it's landing time and find a, a nice soft place to land Ugh. with a plane the ethereum is the plane right yeah it's way faster than the train it's way faster than this and it's gonna take you there and get you there nothing you don't expect but niggas want to ride a rocket and bitcoin is the fucking rocket Jeez. and these smaller coins are rockets yeah, especially the <laughs> the <laughs> portals yeah exactly yeah (laughs) you're just it's these small coins are teleportation dog like yeah here's the thing and maybe you can teach me and other people what do you look for in these small coins to to even now the beauty of it is a lot of them are trading like you can get a whole coin for pennies Oh yeah, but is there any indicators that you know about that it's like, hey, you should watch for this, this, and this? That's how you know a small coin is about to make a move. No, for me, I don't, because now it's this whole pump and dump Reddit shit going on. I, I love to pick coins that have been out that been out for years and still have like a fucking beautiful price on them, and that its network is going to be what I might call universal in its facilities and how it can help. Rather than yeah. I'm just it's just used for this, but like and you have tokens and coins like Decentraland or something like that, which fucking just took a fucking like 400 percent bump just because Facebook changed its name and everyone's like, oh, this whole metaverse, you know, is going to be real, and so we need yeah. currency to spend within that. So when you can see the future in that sense, that, that that's brilliant, and. You just got to plan for the the three to five year future of what might pop and what the future might look like and see how what you can invest into now. So Ethereum is currently sitting at like four thousand six hundred bucks, right? That's where we're setting as of today. My what I think and based on kind of what it's done over the last I see 
part of me wants to take the last year and a half out of the equation mm-hmm. because of COVID. And like things just got really, really weird with good ways and bad ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really hard to read a stability chart that has this weird anomaly in it. But I happen to think that give it five years, Ether will be at $25,000, dog. Oh. If not sooner. Yeah, exactly. Easily. Yeah. And we're not financial advisors. Do your own. Hell no. Again, I'm a degenerate. Like, I gamble on tennis between Russians that I don't even know who the fuck they are. (laughs) Don't do at three in the morning. Do not. Take my advice as gospel or even (laughs) as educated because it's neither. But I think it's something that it could be the I will tell you this for the listeners out there. Don't take my advice as as educated, but take my advice as this. Putting 10, 12 dollars here and there into crypto now could be the difference of if you can open that business later when you want to if you could just simply live comfortably later if you want to like dog imagine if they bought that fucking dogecoin when at the beginning pennies fractions of a penny yeah you took a hundred bucks and you bought it and then it just oh yeah you rich you're rich and it, it took a year and it's a joke yeah. I'm yeah. a gambler. So I'm gonna throw some money at some shit that yo, this shit can make you rich one day. All right, nigga, I guess. Like I said, I, I was an idiot with Bitcoin. I was an idiot. Yeah, and it, we're now, such a it's a brilliant time to be alive. You know, the world's moving at a such fast pace. If you missed the whole crypto boom when it first started years ago, and this is happening again, it's just a reminder. The whole virtual reality, space, fucking all these different uh, fractions of what's happening with the world. Now's the time. Or even next year. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, it's, it's never too late, really. And one thing that one of the issues that I had was I was trying to understand crypto too much. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop trying to. I was trying. We had a whole episode where, like, literally... I was trying to understand crypto and I I finally came to the realization of this. Stop trying to explain Bitcoin to your family and friends, right? I personally don't know that it's ever actually going to be a regularly used currency. Don't treat it like that right now. Mm -hmm. Treat it like a commodity. It's a commodity. It's a thing. Buy it sell it i was thinking about buy it how are we going to use it it's going to lose value if we're not using it yeah yeah and that skepticism and that level of thinking probably cost me tens of thousands of dollars because i'm a fucking clown dog like millions i'm sure fuck it just makes me mad and it's like okay i don't need to understand things just show me how i can turn this one dollar into two dollars yeah and i think that's it just give yourself an open thought if you're buying fucking starbucks coffee or whatever you're buying every day you, you're never going to see that money or coffee ever again you're going to shit it out piss it out piss it out so 
yeah, fucking, you got fucking five, ten bucks, just throw it on something and see what happens. Just let it sit. All and speaking right. about let, that, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, real quick about how you said, oh, uh, fucking, you just throw $12 into like, you know, you know, Ethereum every so often. Mm-hmm. So I bought some Bitcoin back in 2017. And I actually, where I got fucked up was all these different Ponzi schemes and fucking websites that got referred to me. I lost thousands mm-hmm. of dollars on that because I gave it a try, but just not within these platforms that where I should have just fucking done. So yes. I had a Coinbase account, but where I was at, I ended up moving out abruptly. And I was like, oh shit, I need most of this money back. But I think I, I don't remember what I started with. I think I left maybe... 10 or 20 bucks my bitcoin account like 2017 and i got a new phone so i could never like get into my thing because coinbase was a little being a little bitch and wouldn't let me in with my new phone but finally it worked and and then i reopened it and from that 10 20 investment years ago i had a thousand dollars worth of bitcoin and i can Bro. saw at one of its lows it went down to like it went $500 and then it went down to $50 when shit hit the fan. And then looking at it today, it was a thousand dollars. So isn't that yeah. crazy? I was like, I, I only had like 10, 20 bucks in there. Really? Yeah. That's, that's my savings plan. Dogs. Yeah. Money that I, I'll, if the 12 bucks is in my pocket, I'm going to blow it on the dumbest shit. Anyways, yeah. I just throw it in there and forget about it. Yeah. Because like you had 20 bucks that turned into a thousand. I've put $12, $10, $15 in there a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Boom. It's it's an amazing world we live in. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Left field question for you. If you if you woke up tomorrow and you had $250 million, what would you do? What would the next year of your life look like? Okay. So if I did one of those pump and dump schemes and all of a sudden I woke up tomorrow and I was one of those doge investors and shit, I got rich. So what would tomorrow look like? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Tomorrow would be an interesting fucking day. First, I like I would pay off these stupid debt free whatever. I'd get the whole debt free for my friends, my families, and from strangers probably, just because I'm fucking like that and I'm wild. But I literally would probably just give everything away that I have within mm-hmm. the first week. Cause I'm like, fuck this. I, I, I need to be gone. I'm just going to be like a, a backpack guy. And, and honestly, I'll probably land on your front yard with a helicopter or some shit like that. And hey, you can gladly fuck my grass up for that. Oh, that yeah. is a, that is a fuck my grass up situation, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that first week would be interesting because, because I know how I'm going to spend the money just for my own selfish reasons. Like I want to travel the world and see all these beautiful places I would, but mm-hmm. the first week I'd make sure I'd be set to have reoccurring income. So I would fucking, I'd buy land, I'd buy property, fucking gold, silver, and all this, and definitely some crypto and all this NFT shit. And then from there, just make sure everybody I knew was set. And then after that, I'd go and fucking backpack and fucking probably meditate with some monks and figure out, <laughs> figure out the rest from there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. Like, cause it's, I think uh... I'd be so jacked up, son. Oy. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I would be really, really hype. I do know that from the beginning, right? Oh, and yeah. then it, it's 
I would probably sit still for a good month. Right. I'm yeah. spending some money. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm just sitting. I'm not going to touch this money. But like, I don't think either of us have ever had that level of freedom. <laughs> oh, no. And it's yeah. like, you think you want to do this. You might think you, you're this person. <laughs> but $250 million might make you be somebody completely different. And I don't even say that as a bad thing. I say that as a nigga. It's different now. Like, so to to me, it's like, I think I would take. I would probably take that whole year and do nothing. And by by do nothing, I mean, do nothing that the world would consider super productive. Right. I would do some of the things I'm doing now, you know, buy some crypto, see if I can make some more money on top of this money. Then I tell myself, hey, if I blow through 10 million this year, I'm good. That's fine. But <laughs> I'm just going to like, I'm just, I'm going to yeah. go to Greece for a little bit. Exactly. I'm going to breathe the air over there and see what this is like. I'm going to go to Dubai. I'm going to go to these places that I've always wanted to go. And if one of these places feels like home, I'm going to make it home. Right. Right, at least for and a couple then, months and see what's up. Yeah, I'm not gonna do anything I don't want to do, and I th- like that's the key for me. I'm not about to do anything I don't want to do, and so yeah, man, it's just it's it's man, that's, I can't even fathom how that would change uh, perception of the world that we live in because it would just do that in a second. Like it would have to, yeah. You know, I yeah, I'd be mind blown every fucking day, and yeah, who knows what thoughts I might come up with after that? Because you know, everyone's a little crazy, so <laughs> weird shit can yeah, happen. A hundred percent. Do you feel like uh, what would it be like when you see, like, you wake up and you see two hundred and fifty M's in the bank account? Wouldn't that be terrifying? Oh yes, and I'd run to the bank, take a. Like, I'd be like, I'm going to need, you know, at least a couple mil in cash right now just to be safe. Whether it was an error somewhere and somebody fucked up or some shit. No, I got to take some shit out just to, like, hold it, see it, believe it. But, yeah, I think that would be that. I think that would be the scary part in the beginning where I'm like, I think I'd have to spend some of it to make sure it was real. Like, I'd like, you know, give you go to your house. Like, yo, dog, here's a mill like fucking straight wire transfer to you done to make sure it's real and like you know there's actually these things happening and then once and I my just... thing is this mm-hmm. my thing i didn't mean to cut you off but oh, like my thing is like once we find out it's real i'm sitting here thinking like literally right now i can't think of anything i'd buy yeah yeah because it's gonna take the buying out of things like i ah, of course i could buy a tesla i could buy a hundred of these dude like I'm good. I don't really need that. I'm I'm like think about yeah. that level of money where you're like I don't even really feel like going to buy it. <laughs> nah, yeah. I'm good. I think I'd quit coffee and smoking cigarettes to be honest. I'm like I don't even need this. Uh, I'm not even stressed. It doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> I slept wonderful last night. <laughs> How are you sleeping? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, nah. I, I, I would. Could, I knew the one thing I would do would be real estate, but not like to make money. It would be to buy all my favorite views. 
because to me that's a special special thing in life to me the view from yeah. certain places yeah. like certain skylines certain this this and that i need my view from there so mm-hmm. whether it be denver new york miami atlanta nashville dubai greece or something you know what i mean like it's oh, like nah this is mine this is my view and if if new york is getting too stressful bro i gotta go to greece for a month or so it's a yeah. different speed i like to i like to change speeds oh. in life it's it's a trip because yeah, if you think wild. about it the world is is essentially in a way for sale we get oh, to 100%. buy plots of land. So I want to buy real estate, but really I want to say I want to buy plots of land that have my name attached to it saying I would I have a piece of this fucking earth that we live on. And that's a yeah. fucking trip. That's crazy. But and then then Who you can was pass the that first nigga to sell it? He yeah, was a yeah, yeah, you ever yeah, think fuck, about that? Right? <laughs> nah, nigga. Listen, listen, nah. Yeah. From from the crest of the mountain to this right here. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Yeah. If you want it, it's going to cost you six bear skins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who was the first nigga to be like, nah, this is mine and I own it and I can sell it. And people were just like, now, you know, that's James's land over there. <laughs> like, they just accepted that shit. Like, yeah. That, he uh... was the real G, man. That was the real gangster right there. Yeah, I th- everything. I th- I believe everything just started from Ponzi schemes in the beginning, and that is all borrow and fucking capitalize and shit like that. It's crazy the world we live in. So that's why, like you know, twenty five million dollars. I just I hate that we live in a fucking money world, and that that has to be our sole thing to get freedom for our lives. It's almost like you know, artists yeah, want to, they want to get their masters back by us getting enough money it's like we can get our birth certificate back and claim who we the fuck we are so other people can stop using it against us that's fucked up the with the right amount of money we can buy our lives the right to live (laughs) how we want to that's crazy yeah that's crazy dog you're right man yeah and we talked about this because we never wanted to play this whole money society game and was against it and then now it's like yo actually if we don't play this game, we're going to be left behind because, you know, then we, then we have we to We can't the live the way – you're absolutely right. We can't live the way that we want to live yeah. without playing this game. It's all fucking stepping stones when it comes to fucking damn shame. everything. Yeah. So it's just like – now it's like quick to the punch. But now we're living such a, a new reality now. Well, it might be possible now to here in a couple of years to change your life with so many new shit being evolved and transformed. And so this yeah. You're right, though. Yeah. You're yeah. right. It's and like it's you said interesting to think about. And, and there's a million ways, you know, it takes one time to, you know, to fucking hit, really. You know. Yeah, we just gotta keep shooting. That's it. Yeah. That's it right there. Like it takes one time. We just have to keep shooting. Yeah. It's a million ways to make a million dollars. I say it all the time. I love that. It's my favorite saying. I didn't come up with that, by the way. I don't know. I can't remember where I heard that shit from, but it's yours now. That shit keeps me going, dog. Like, oh, yeah. It's (laughs) you don't have to be right all the time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Bro, especially with the flip life that I'm doing, I see so much crazy shit. Do you remember the fucking whitey tidies from back in the day? Like Hanes underwear and shit? Yeah. 
a pack of those or even one, two or three of those bitches right now on eBay selling for like 40, 60 bucks because it's vintage now. Isn't that crazy? It's vintage? It says vintage now. Whitey tidies. <laughs> Search the shit up on eBay. Yeah. Or you can find an Oreo cookie that's a Pokemon cookie selling for like a grand to five grand. Thou- yes. Bro. Yes. I've seen those. So there's so many different outlets. And that's why I love the whole flip life. I find that one fucking rare book, first edition, signed by fucking Mark Twain or some shit. Like, anything could happen. Yep. Like, it's just done. But it's one, and you're out of here. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It just takes one. Yeah. And, folks, the way we talk <laughs> about this, we're really talking about freedom. You know what I mean? Because we, th- it's yeah. your time. Your time is everything. Because you're going to die one day. <laughs> Money's just the currency to to get to that ultimate goal. Like we 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 speak about them. I'm glad you said that. Like we speak about money and the money, but like for us, it's the money is the stepping stone to get to this freedom that we want. And I feel like we may have had this kind of t- podcast talk twelve times over. Oh, but yeah. like I'm just I'm glad. Like it's so important to to me and to you too. I know that because we talk all the time about it. Like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, and I used to be selfish thinking that. I was like, wow, I feel like if I'm going to sell somebody this stuff, like I, I feel like I was hoarding my, I don't know what you might call it, like uh, like a greed infrastructure within me. And then I realized it, it's it's completely the opposite, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's, um, what a, what a time it is to be alive. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. There's really so many opportunities. Right. Give it up for that. My problem with this clap is this clap is a little too long. I gotta find a different one. It's a little too long. It gets kind of cheesy. It's like nine seconds long. It shouldn't need to be like four and a half. But anyway, because <laughs> time is valuable. <laughs> <laughs> time is valuable, so I ain't gonna hold you. Uh-huh. Um, Loriano, tell them where they can find you. Well, hello, world. Uh, uh, uh. Well, folks, my beautiful peoples out there, if you want to hit me up, you can hit me up at I Self Reflect on Instagram, Twitter, on my personal page, 11Loriano11. And if you want to piece some dope shit, check out the website, iselfreflect.com. Peep your consciousness, it's important. I need some new t shirts too, by the way. Um, I self-reflect is, is a dope brand People need to go check that out uh, I am Harvey Banks Y'all know where to find me at Find the show on Instagram At Cloud Conversations Pod If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts Please, please, please Subscribe, rate, and review That tells Apple That this shit is so dope That they should share it with other people If you're listening on Spotify Please follow us Continue to F with the show Because we F's with you Cloud Conversations and we're out of here. Peace.